0: The last thing she says during this episode, and I'm going to quote the whole thing here because it's meaningful. This is literally the last thing that we see on screen before the credits. She tells Spencer, there's no putting me back. We are one now. When the sun hits your face, I'm your shadow. When it finds my back, you are mine. I go where you go, even if it's the death of me. And I got chills when she said that because... If that's not foreshadowing, I don't know what is. Hello, Addison.
1: It's good to see you, Billy. It's been a it's been a hot second.
0: I apologize. Yeah, we're, we're a, a day even later than the day we said we were going to be late. And uh, that's on me. Uh, I got called for jury duty when we were gonna record and it threw my whole world into a tizzy, so we had to wait an extra day. It was a whole deal because this wasn't just like city, this was like US district court jury duty. It took every bit of nine hours.
1: Billy, I've just been twiddling my thumbs over here, just just waiting for you to come back.
0: I was all worked up about it yesterday. So I I apologize. <laughs> <You> were, <actually. laughs> Because there's a lot to go through on this episode of 1923, and then some other Yellowstone-related news that I'm really excited to talk about.
1: Well, first, before we get into all that, I would love to kick us off with some good old trivia, and then now what I have officially coined as the daily affirmations from Billy Dukes.
0: (laughs) Last week's trivia question was, revolved around the boat captain from episode five of 1923. That was played by actor Peter Stormare, and the the character's name was Captain Luca. And we both agreed, and I think everybody I talked to since that, as soon as that character appeared on screen, we all knew he was going to die really soon. Right?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. They're not putting that coffin, the coffin blood, all of the above for nothing.
0: Yeah, so uh, both, A, remember that coughing, because we're going to circle back to that in a little bit, but the character's, uh, the actor's name, Peter Stormare, he's starred in a lot of things. Basically, anytime they need a kind of comedic, Belgian, German-sounding character, they go to him. He was a nihilist in The Big Lebowski, which was kind of a comedic role, but I asked what his biggest villainous role was, a famous scene where he played a bad guy, and the answer to that, is he was the guy who sent his partner through a wood chipper in the movie Fargo one of the bloodiest Woof. scenes of all time kind of like a dark comedy scene if you can buy that edison i don't know if you've seen the movie
1: i have not, i have not seen the movie but we did do that recap video so i feel like that was a, a, enough for me to get a little taste and uh, I, I don't think i'm going to be seeing the movie
0: yeah the character's name i i don't want to try to pronounce it but that was peter stormare sending his like criminal minded partner through the wood chipper oh. when when the uh, cop comes upon him and Classic. yeah that's pretty gruesome. <laughs> uh, so so maybe who he won? Gets what's coming to him? So I want we got a lot of correct answers and Heck yeah. I appreciate that. Got a few wrong ones. A few people recognized him from Longmire and Prison Break as well. Um, but my man Scott Scott first in knew it was from Fargo and as a result Scott. Let's mark this day right here, just a few days after Super Bowl 57. This is your Super Bowl winning party, Scott. Congratulations. Go celebrate. You're going to Disneyland, Scott. You are not going to be playing the role of Nick Sirianni crying in an emotional moment. You are Pat- Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey accepting that trophy, taking it to your f- Everybody, let's lift Scott up on their shoulders and carry him out of the stadium as he celebrates oh gosh. his day. And his big win, thus powering him to an amazing 2023 with uh, a level of prosperity that he could only dream of before answering this trivia question. Correct. Game changing.
1: Wow. Billy, did you breathe through that entire sentence at all? I don't, think you, I don't think you took a second to breathe.
0: I snuck a few in through like my ears. I'm like a, I'm like a fish. I can breathe through my scales. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh gosh! Now that I have that visual in my head, what is lizard. This, what is this week's trivia? Back on track.
0: Okay, it <laughs> it revolves it revolves around another boat captain.
1: Of course it does. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Okay, sorry. Continue.
0: The captain from episode six on the big cruise liner that ends up saving Alex and Spencer. Mm-hmm. His name is Captain Shipley, and the actor who plays him is Joseph. Molly, and I may be pronouncing his name incorrectly, but he plays a character named Benjamin Stark during six episodes of Game of Thrones. A lot of people have watched Game of Thrones. Who else on 1923 played a very significant role on Game of Thrones? I need the actor and character's name. And if you've seen Game of Thrones, it's going to be really easy.
1: I actually didn't think that's where you were headed. I thought you were going to tell me who, like, Joseph Maul, like, what else did he play in? But
0: <sighs> I thought about going there, but I, I okay. went, I took a, a right turn there. <laughs> a and actually, there's another BBC show that both the actor who I'm looking for and this Joseph Molly guy played in together. But unless you, like, have Acorn, that streaming service that streams a lot of British shows, you oh. might not know that. Do you have Acorn?
1: Uh, no, I do. I do not have Acorn, and I had not heard of it until right uh, now.
0: Yeah, my my parents love British television. They love British. Interesting. I, it is. It is a like they are all up on the Brits. I don't know why. Um, but they subscribe to Acorn, and they know all about Father Brown, and huh? they probably knew this answer. My mom right now is just jumping out of her shoes to answer this mm-hmm. question. Not eligible, mom. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that was so aggressive.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, okay. Billy, where do we – I feel like this episode specifically, you're, like, on the edge of your seat. So I'll let you decide where we want to head first. Which characters do we kind of want to dive into first? I, I know Alex and Spencer, that's – at least for me, that's, that's a large, large bucket to fill, but –
0: Them. I would like to start with Alex and Spencer because this really was like their episode. And they had some just fantastic dialogue, Mm -hmm. some really memorable quotes. Like um, early on when they're on the the boat and Alex is saying, I refuse to be scared. If death is our fate, I will draw my last breath and kiss you with it, I swear to God. And Spencer says, you're going to need another reason to kiss me. And I'm just like. Oh lovers. <laughs> it
1: felt very Elsa esque. I don't know if you felt that way, but I felt like yes. I was like narration wise. I was like, mm, this just this, this feels like Elsa. Yeah, I if I could best summarize like those scenes, I'd say like one word I'd give it is tender. I feel like that was very. like all of Alex and Spencer's scenes this entire episode, I left going, Oh like I genuinely got teary-eyed on their marriage scene. Yeah uh, on the ring oh, scene same. where The captain was giving him his wife's ring. And I was like, oh, don't, don't go there. Don't go there. And then I just started tearing up. I was like, Addison, are we really tearing up over a TV show? Come on. But then I just left. I I let myself feel.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, 100% same. And I think you named it that it is very Elsa and Sam like. Like this is part two of that relationship. So, I mean, that is both wonderful and beautiful. But then you kind of remember how that all ended. Mm -hmm. And well, the last thing she says during this episode, and I'm going to quote the whole thing here because it's meaningful. This is literally the last thing that we see on screen before the credits. She tells Spencer, there's no putting me back. We are one now. When the sun hits your face, I'm your shadow. When it finds my back, you are mine. I go where you go, even if it's the death of me. And I got chills when she said that because if that's not foreshadowing, I don't know what is.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. Well, if you remember, I've always been on the fence of I thought one of them was going to die. I said, There's no way you're stuck in a little, you know, petri dish of a boat with a captain who has tuberculosis. And you're telling me you ain't going to, you're not going to get that when it's incredibly contagious. So, already having that feeling, and then all of her little quotes, her snackable bites that she was quoting during this entire episode, I was like, hmm. There
0: (laughs) just a lot of general (laughs) nondescript sighing going on over there in Central Texas. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I agree. I think Spencer and Alex are gonna die. The hot theory right now is that she might have caught TB. And I gotta credit Insider for pointing this out, but as the boat captain is pouring her and Spencer some whiskey. She can be heard really, really subtly coughing. Now, that could have just been a cough. Like she's been on the water all day. She just had yeah. some whiskey, which, come on, whiskey has been known to make a girl cough. Or she might have caught what Captain Luca was spreading around if he had TB. And that's frightening.
1: So, and I'm going to, once we get, when we talk about Elizabeth and Jack, I'm going to note on something, but, um, my only caveat to that of maybe she didn't, she doesn't have tuberculosis is I feel like they're not, like normally Taylor isn't that subtle, where if you don't have the volume up, you really don't hear that cough, where, you know, with the, with the captain, him coughing, like it was very obvious, like no one said anything about it, but I, like he made it very obvious that he was coughing, where I feel as if they were trying to foreshadow it, it would have been on screen.
0: I agree, even if, That's even what's if it was like a pause. subtle.
1: Yeah, even if it was a subtle cough from her, I, I do think it would be seen on screen. Like, that That cough genuinely, I had to turn up the volume and re-listen to catch it.
0: Right. She's not on screen. You only hear her. You don't mm-hmm. see her mm-hmm. coughing. And to me, that was almost a little bit too subtle. And, and maybe even a little bit too quick because, like, the captain just died 12 hours ago? Sixteen hours ago, like how quickly? I know tuberculosis is, is extremely infectious, but like how quickly would someone show signs? So that's why I'm not all in on that theory, but I still think she's going to die somehow. <laughs>
1: oh, I, I totally think she's still going to die as well. And and I'll say actually this hot take real quick, and then we can pivot to it if if we need to. But the reason why I'm kind of sitting here going, uh, because there has to be an heir, either from Jack or Spencer, a child. Um, yeah. And I know, yes, right now, Jack and Elizabeth are technically pregnant. But as I've said before, I think it. I said, number one, Elizabeth had the brutal, obviously, gunshot wound to the stomach. And in this episode, they pan back to her stomach and the scar. I personally think, sadly, she's not going to be able to carry the child to, to full term. And unless, you know, season two, we get where she's fully recovered. I don't think she's going to have a child anytime soon. And so that's why I'm like, I think Alex might, might end up being pregnant. And then yes, eventually she's going to die, but at least we see her like have the child. I don't think the baby of Elizabeth is going to survive to full term. Cause I think it's very unique that he, that uh, Taylor, they specifically zoom in on the shot of her gunshot wound.
0: The one reason why I'm not all in on that theory is it seems like that, if that were the case that would prevent her from becoming pregnant i don't know necessarily maybe we need a obstetrician to weigh in on this but like an injury of that sort what problems would it cause during the pregnancy and i don't have a good answer to that
1: yeah i don't i don't either can't can't Uh, even rebuttal that statement because i don't (laughs) i don't know enough in that world
0: she um I mean, she's pregnant now, clearly, and they showed that scar. So that is really valid, but they could have just showed it as a way of. I mean, she has a great line of dialogue there. She's like, that's the past. Mm -hmm. The baby's the future or or something Mm -hmm. like that before they. um... (laughs) That scene on the porch where Jacob and Kara are like, Jacob's like, You know, we can hear
1: you. (laughs) I loved
0: every moment of that. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) Then you just heard the window slam. Uh
1: uh I thought that I genuinely cackled at that scene. No shame.
0: No shame.
1: Going back real quick to, I don't know if you caught this, Billy. Going back to uh, Spencer and Alex, if you remember the when alex and spencer were up in the tree the lions were below him once they get down he has this rope and his i don't know like i don't know technically who the guy who came and saved them how you would like what his title was but anyways he had said you know hurry up like just leave the rope and spencer had said no this is my lucky rope and Let's now flash forward to – do you know where I'm going? To the boat scene where he goes to – so Alex is underneath the boat at this point. For right. Spencer to go rescue Alex, he takes the lucky rope, ties it around himself. Did you notice that? To, or ankle, whatever. Um, oh, so is that how he did able, that? hmm So he'd be able to get back up to the boat, like to the surface. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I think as silly as this is, it's like, okay, there's the lucky rope again. I think we're going to see the quote unquote lucky rope show up again.
0: What? Like this is a thing. What did, what, what did Alex do? Like he, had, they have this big long talk about don't get off the boat. I'm going back underneath. Don't get off. Oh, don't even and get he back off, may... And she's off the boat. What would she do? Why, what, what was she doing? Like they never explained like why she hopped off the boat again, but clearly she did it on well, purpose. Sh-
1: Yes, but did you see she kept looking down there was a there was a life preserver that was just hanging out in the water right near the boat and it kept oh. like her gaze kept looking at that life preserver. So I think her thought was like I'm going to go get that life preserver just in case we need it. Goes into the water the current gets her. If I've learned anything, you know, in my my surfing days and all the above, they all the lifeguards always tell you do not fight the current. Like you li- you can't. Right. You're going to lose. And so immediately when she got back into that water, I was like, you idiot. Like, you leave the life preserver. Like, you're not going to be able to. I got got mad. I was like, you're like a little kid. He told you to stay put.
0: You know, people often write and comment that they appreciate when we admit we were wrong with different Mm -hmm. theories. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a, a chance now, Addison, to talk about the theory that you had that maybe the ghost ship introduced some sort of paranormal element to the show. Yeah, and they were going to get on yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you want to just take a second and <laughs> I, was I think wrong, as far Billy. as wild,
1: <laughs> I was wrong. I had such an, such a drastic theory that I was really excited about. I probably got too much on, you know, my pedestal after my, uh, Piper Parabo, the summer theory mm-hmm. of the, the, um, not the hitman. What is it? What am I trying to say? The hitman. Thank you. Well, why? I don't know why I said thank you. I'm the one who figured out that statement,
0: not you. But right, yeah, um, right. I mean, you're welcome. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I will say, I think I I let my brain. I was like really patting myself on the back for that theory, yeah. and so I was like, oh, let me take another stab. Like, why would the ghost ship be there? Yeah, I was wrong.
0: I think they call that getting over the tips of your skis.
1: That that sounds about right. That that was me. That was me, and then just full send downhill. So I was wrong. That theory did not happen. It was a little extra, and Sheridan went much more practical. But I will say that the scene, the scene where the boat was coming for uh, Alex and Spencer, gave me absolutely Titanic flashbacks. Did it give yeah. you Titanic? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So I want to mention just to tie a bow on, on Alex and Spencer. Like two episodes left for season mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The next episode, realistically, they could get as far as making land in America. But that even seems a little bit like a stretch. Like, not we're not going to get to the end of maybe the season may end with them just arriving. Like that could literally be the last scene we see as season one ends is them arriving somehow. But I don't think they're significantly impacting what's happening on the ranch this year.
1: No, I, I also agree with that. I literally wrote that down. I was like, they're not they're not coming home.
0: Which that, leaves a lot of cl- questions. <laughs> that'll be
1: the cliffhanger to make us eager for... Wait, what'd you say? It leaves you with a lot of questions?
0: Yeah, like what else is going to... In these final two episodes, what's going to happen on the ranch? Because something awful. I feel like there's more drama coming on the ranch.
1: Which we kind of need it. It's I feel like we've been mm-hmm. building the last two episodes to that. We're... We, we kind of need it. Oh, but you know what? Well, what? you also know this information, but I thought it was so fascinating. We learned where the train station, like the train station's been been there for yeah. a hot minute. It wasn't yeah. called the train station. Yeah. Or they don't say train station, but.
0: Did they have, yeah, they had trains. Okay, they had trains. <laughs> Sorry, that was.
1: <laughs> bum, 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 bum,
0: bum, wasn't paying totally bum, bum. attention during my history classes in school. So. No, they didn't call it the train station, and he just sort of mentions it briefly to the sheriff. That the sheriff asks, "This is back on the ranch." As Jacob, where Banner's men are, and he says, "Well, they're in some off some cliff." He's referring to the train station, mm-hmm. which I had thought was just miles and miles away from the Yellowstone Ranch. Apparently, pretty close because they can mm-hmm. get there on horseback pretty quickly. Uh, that yeah. was a nice little discovery, a little nod of the tip of the cap to us.
1: One thing's for sure. Anything that Taylor Sheridan does, you can't be multitasking. you got to be locked in or you miss stuff like this.
0: Okay. So our, I think we're heading to the ranch and and what we're talking about there. And I totally missed one of the hires that mm-hmm. Kara Dutton has for these livestock agents. Um, this guy seemed like a solid dude. His name is mm-hmm. Clyde or Clive, the mm-hmm. redheaded fella. He mm-hmm. comes and sits down and he seemed like a straight shooter. Love totally. He sat down. I ended this episode thinking to myself, "That dude's it. glad to have him on the team. Let's go with him. Here we go." Not the case. <laughs>
1: no, and I don't even know how uh, Insider is the one that we we figured that out from. But yeah. I don't even know how they figured. Like you, you really have to be good, either like recognizing faces or like that. Totally went over my head.
0: Yeah, same. Um, and, and what we were supposed to take away. And the reason why maybe we should have noticed this is because uh-huh. Jack, during that scene, says, I recognize you from somewhere. And the guy responds with, oh, I come to all the meetings. And they everybody kind of accepts that as the reason. But really, this guy, this redheaded character, whose name is either Clyde or Clive, he has two names. He is one of Banner's men who shoots up Jacob Dutton, kills John Dutton, Sr. He's one of those guys. And he has a scene with Banner which says, like, we need to run mm-hmm. now. Um, and there's a photo you can kind of compare. It's definitely the same guy. The actor's mm-hmm. name isn't coming to me off the top of my head. We got a we got a wolf in the hen house here, folks. Like, this guy is a, a plant, definitely. Hmm. I guess you could theorize that maybe he's just sort of had this come to Jesus and wants to work for the good guys now. But I think Heck no. definitely he is one of Banner's men, which makes you wonder about the sheriff and the sheriff's intent. Like, is the sheriff Team Banner or Team Donald Whitfield?
1: Oh, Probably Team Banner. Yeah, no. Interesting. Huh.
0: So who's the good guy on this? Like, who, outside of Jacob Dutton, like, who's (laughs) Team Dutton right now in town? Deep sigh, I don't know. Like, I don't think you can kill the sheriff and get away with it like you can Banner. But that may be what Spencer has come home to do somehow. Um, or it could be that the sheriff just wanted to hire him because he thought he was a good character. He, like he could be kind of blind to all of this. The sheriff's motives are unknown.
1: Yeah. This point. Got any other things that you just been chomping at the bit for?
0: Well, we didn't mention Tiona, oh, and oh, oh. yeah, they kind of opened the episode with her and advance her scene a little bit, and then we mm-hmm. kind of forget about her. Like she is still basically mm-hmm. stuck in the North Dakota Badlands. Right. Um, she goes on a bit of a rant about how Americans named their sons after fathers that I thought was you know, a little uncalled for. Like, I'm, I'm here for a lot of – go ahead.
1: Do you feel like that was I, – I don't know how I would tie this together, but I think it's very unique that she decides to make that statement. And here we are, the Duttons. That is what they do. John yeah. Dutton Sr., John Dutton. You know what I mean? So do you feel like there was a reason for that? And if so, do, I mean, I don't have the answer, but –
0: Probably (laughs) Um, Cool. in in some sort of way, but I don't know what ultimately we were sort of, listen, we've spent like two, if not more seasons of Yellowstone kind of trying to piece, to put the, the plot line involving Chief Rainwater and his people together with the Dutton plot line. And really they haven't intersected hardly at all. It, It seems like a really lost plot line at this point. So here I am trying to figure out how Tia and Rainwater's plotline is going to intersect with Jacob Dutton's plotline. I can't maybe. say that I'm hopeful that it will.
1: Yeah, maybe we just don't. We don't put, we don't put that in a bucket of thought right now.
0: Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's been, they've gotten me so far down the river on this one that I, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with that until you show me something interesting. I love the storytelling and I love the history lesson, but how it's relevant to what's going on on the ranch, Zero clue.
1: Your statement's so far down the
0: river. (laughs) Well, You know what I mean? I mean... (laughs) I mean, I do know what you mean. I've just never heard that statement. (laughs) I might have kind of made it up.
1: Okay, Billy, before we get to fan Q&A, let's talk a little bit about... And this is more your bread and butter, so I'm going to let you take the mic. But um, Costner. Costner. Kevin Costner. Is he in Yellowstone? Is he not? What is the... What's the drama? Spill the tea.
0: Well, this... This was the topic of our episode last week. And this was actually one of our most listened to episodes um, in the first week that we've had in quite some time. So I appreciate that. Um, Sterling uh, brought this sort of to the forefront Uh, to recap. Deadline reported that there's some big uh, negotiation problems with between Kevin Costner and Paramount for this second half of season five. He wants to film all of his episodes in seven days and previously he had done it in seven or eight weeks, if not nine weeks. Um, they've reached an impasse and there is a possibility where Kevin Costner does not return to this show. Like that is kind of the takeaway. He may not be coming back at all, which there's a lot of questions about that and why that's a problem mm-hmm. that we kind of addressed last week. I won't dive too deep into it, but I think adding fuel to the fire is the video that Kevin Costner made. Uh, he, he shot this video and put it to social media where he's on. Un- packaging his golden globe award he had won the golden globe for best actor for his role as john dutton in yellowstone he won that award in january he finally got the award shipped to his house so he's unpacking it and he's kind of taking a moment because he couldn't be at the show to say thank you um this means a lot yada 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 nowhere (laughs) in that like minute two minute long speech does he mention anything about yellowstone never says the word yellowstone john dutton or paramount like he just kind of starts talking about like his his movies, his movie career, and how he came to Hollywood dreaming of this. It's very odd that he would not mention the thing he won the award for or maybe some of his fellow cast members. It, it's it, ominous. It's an ominous omission. Yeah,
1: I'm watching it right now. I can read the little subtitles. that it is interesting. Uh, huh. he would, th-
0: I think, at the very least, he would think... His fellow Yellowstone yeah. castmates. Um, it feels intentional to me. And I don't think Kevin Costner is like a selfish guy. Like we've heard reports that he goes out of his way to thank the cast and crew. So the only thing that you can, this to me gives a lot of credit to the theory that there's some sort of divide between the two right now. And maybe it's even gotten a little bit, um, a little bit touchy between them.
1: I was scrolling through the comments to see if anyone else noticed that. It doesn't doesn't really look like it. People are just congratulating.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I found that odd as well. Um, So certainly something to keep an eye on. Deadline has had the scoop on this from the get-go. It could be um, that Kevin Costner's team or even Paramount's team leaked that news originally to Deadline. Uh, So we'll kind of continue to monitor that. Um, But through all this, one little pretty interesting, unrelated Yellowstone story came to light. And that was an interview with the aide to John Dutton on the show, Clara. Remember mm-hmm. her? hmm uh, I learned some pretty good kind of gossipy trivia about her if you want it.
1: Oh, is that even a question? Well, let's hear
0: it. <laughs> Not afraid to get into the gossip here on this show, are we? <laughs> okay. Clara is played by actor Lily Kay her father is actually Stephen K who directs a lot of episodes of Yellowstone. Yeah. So that makes her stepmom Piper Parabo, who is Summer Higgins on Yellowstone. So imagine Ooh. you're, see, yeah. Imagine you're Stephen K and you're directing this final episode, a scene where not only is your wife kissing, kissing Kevin, kissing Kevin Costner, your daughter is kissing her real life partner, uh, a woman behind Kevin Costner, like you're trying to direct all of that, like the personal, professional kind of coming together <laughs> Just, for that moment for him is unbelievable. It blows my mind.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I thought that was, that was some super good interesting.
0: <laughs> like Piper, kiss him harder. Wife, <laughs> I'm not believing it. More passionate. <laughs> Kevin, put a hand on her chest.
1: Yeah, okay. Billy, this is where this is where I give you the like the rope and I'm pulling you back.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But still, awkward moment.
1: Are we ready for a fan Q&A or do you have more on that spot on that spa- topic?
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay.
1: Bill from Parker, Colorado says, on a personal note, I'm enjoying 1923 so far more than season five of Yellowstone. I've read that there will be a second season of 1923, which is good news because there is too much drama to settle in three more episodes. I don't disagree with you. I I don't think we can. Don't think we can summarize what's going to happen in two more episodes.
0: Uh, Bill sent a a pretty long email, and that was just a clip of it um, that I kind of wanted to asked that question of you and maybe you just kind of answered it but maybe of people listening like which has been better like this first season of 1923 or season of five of yellowstone and i'm team bill on this one i think 1923 has been really pretty good Mm -hmm. uh, by comparison Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, i agree i too i'm looking forward to that that second season of 1923 start date no idea hopefully maybe end of this year
1: so I have a, uh, this one's, this one's spicy. Next, Renee, she shared a link about the news link that the next Yellowstone prequel could be called 1943, and she says, although I thought the next would be 1963, a 40-year jump like it was from, ni- uh, from 1883 to 1923, but with 1943, you get World War II, what's next, Vietnam, then Iraq, follow the Duttons during each war, question mark?
0: I am really curious to find out how many of these prequels they can actually do. Like we got oh, 1983, 1923, 1943, can we do 6383, 2000? I mean, like I at think some point too much. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think so, but what she's referring to and this was a news bit that kind of went under the radar, um some executive with the network was uh at a local event in Montana somewhere and he let it slip that the mm. next Yellowstone prequel is going to take place in the mid 1940s around 1943, which would, I believe put it right in the world war two time. Um, and presumably this would follow John Dutton senior, um, father to Kevin Costner's character. Like he would be a, a young man during that or in his teenagerhood. So, um, yeah, I, I appreciated that. She kind of tipped us off onto that news item and we covered that. Um, the yellow, the, the prequel I want is one that stars Josh Lucas. So like either like the mm. 90s or Chef's early kiss. 2000s. Yeah. Yes, I mean, he's, he's, he's really good at, <laughs> from a plot point of view, Addison, like I can't just, <laughs> for more than just your eye candy. It's <laughs> no, me with the rope with now, pulling it back in.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just, uh, uh, both can live in the same space. No, I agree with you. Also from a plot point, continue.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, that's that's all I got there.
1: That's all you got? Okay, well, then I have one more for us. It's a 1923 (laughs) theory from Shannon who says, Jack never grows old to watch his child grow up. Something happens to Elizabeth and Spencer and Alex raise it along with their own. Spencer and Alex always talk fondly of who Jack and Elizabeth are, thus proposing the name into Bethany a few generations later. Oh, sorry, thus repurposing the name into Bethany a few generations. Generations later,
0: Shannon also wrote a pretty lengthy email, and this is just part of it. But the core of it is, uh, uh, speaks to a a question that someone else had about is Bethany named after Elizabeth, who is the wife?
1: Oh, yeah, we did. I do remember that.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting theory. I guess this would lead us to believe that John Dutton, Kevin Costner, had a close relationship with his grandmother. If this is the case, if John Dutton's father is the child of Jack and Elizabeth, which is at this point where I'm leaning to believe, then John Dutton maybe had a very close relationship with his grandmother, which is just really charming to think about mm-hmm. to the point that he named his daughter Beth after Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, I'm down with that. I think that's, yeah, that really that's kind of cute. Of course. kind of cute. The the actual Beth character um, is nothing Cute, cuddly, or she's right. She's it's a like cinnamon that's cuddly. sweet. Yeah, he tried.
1: <laughs> a, for, a for effort.
0: Uh, I have one more.
1: Oh, okay. You, you well, keep uh, whipping these not... random ones at me, Billy.
0: Uh, well, it's not even an, an email, actually, oh. that I'm going to read. Um, oh, but a woman named Denise emailed us at staff at tasteofcountry.com. And it starts off this is the start of it. And I just want to speak directly to her. She starts with, I waited to write until I watched all 47 episodes of Yellowstone, all 10 episodes of 1883, five episodes of 1923, and all 50 plus episodes of your podcast. No. Uh, And then she wrote a a pretty in-depth email that, Denise, I'm going to take the time to read and respond to every one of your points. I have not had... A chance to do so yet because of my aforementioned being out of town for the weekend and then jury duty really appreciate you you going down this deep dive with us here um and oh my gosh, thank you well, denise thought out email i mean it's i printed it off that's how significant it is like
1: oh my Denise, he did i I, I, I am proof or I guess i'm not proof i'm a witness that he really did when,
0: wow when i start printing the internet you know it's important
1: So true. (laughs) So true. Really appreciate it though. Well, as always, Yellowstone nineteen twenty-three podcast is another great spicy hot Townsquare Media podcast. Thanks for joining, Billy. I guess not thanks for joining. Nope. You you, nope, nope, you always join me. I'm gonna redo that. I'm always here, Addison. I'm always Yeah, yeah. You're always (laughs) you're always here.
0: Take it again. Well,
1: as always, staff at Teaseupcountry.com is where you can input your thoughts theories questions and as always the dutton rules yellowstone 1923 podcast is another
0: hot town media podcast i'm totally leaving that in by the way <laughs> <laughs>